Power Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Good morning, 636 here on your Thursday morning. You sticking around or you heading out of Dodge sometime this summer or planning a trip maybe later in the fall, maybe in the wintertime. How many people are are, are, are hopping on planes or heading out of, uh, of their city, getting away from it all? Apparently, quite a few, uh, but... For some people, it's it's not really affordable, so maybe it's knocking back some of the numbers in some areas. Uh, there's a new poll out by uh, Leger talking about uh, a survey on vacation plans, about flight delays, airline concerns, and then some really interesting numbers coming out of that. Let's go through a few of them with the Executive Vice President of Leger, uh, Christian Bork, who's joining us this morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Yourself? Good. Good. Christian, are you traveling this summer? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, we we did modify our plans, and that's what Canadians are telling us in uh, in this survey. It's almost as if Canadians are saying we still want to have a vacation. It'll just be a bit different because we can't afford what we could maybe a year or two ago. So, are they scaling back on how long they're going away, or maybe looking at uh, you know maybe not as fancy? Absolutely. So a third of Canadians said, I've changed my plans because of inflation and cost of living and affordability, uh, including 10%. So one in 10 said, I've just basically canceled my vacation outright. So for the majority of those who've changed their plans, it's mostly change of of where you end up staying. Uh, You may switch restaurants uh, to something that's maybe a bit more affordable. Um, And it's it's reducing on the number of activities or actually shortening up your vacation. Let's go for a week instead of two, maybe. Um, So, I I mean, Canadians are feeling it, obviously. Uh, But your survey also talks about the number of people who are still planning to go in whatever form that is. And it seems like Canadians and Americans are, are pretty close on the number of people who are planning to go on vacations. Uh, 35% Canadians, 34 for Americans, 34% are going somewhere this summer. Uh, but do we have sort of a, a base level? Is that very different from other years or pre-pandemic years, or is there some number to compare that to? Yeah, well, the, the real number we wanted to compare to was pre-pandemic, because 2022, I, I think we basically had not yeah. you know, gone out of our houses for two years, so we, we all did indulge in, in 2022. So we went back to 2018 and 2019, and we found exactly within the margin of error the result we got in this survey. So uh, again, it's, it's sort of showing that deciding to go on a vacation is fairly stable over time if, you, if we just leave out the pandemic years. Um, but it's basically people are scaling back on activities, restaurants, and uh, maybe a three-star hotel instead of a four-star. Christian Bork is the executive VP at Leger and, uh, you know, doing this um, this survey on travel and your plans for travel. Uh, Not not Christian's, but your, Chadville, (laughs) uh, plans for travel uh, this year. I I wonder if concerns over flight delays um, and and airlines, because we're still seeing some of them having some troubles, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, no no cancellations, being on time. Is that playing a role in this? It probably is. I mean, only 39% of Canadians say airlines are reliable. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the cause for concern if you are an airline right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of what happened last summer when we all, again, decided to take that vacation because we, we could not for a couple of years, um, I, I think created a lot of chaos last summer. And people still now, when they look at the news and hear of, you know, people without their luggage or people being delayed and overhauls being a day instead of a two hours. Um, so, so I think there is sort of this fear uh, that your plans might be actually sort of uh, 
in, in some way uh, impacted by the airlines. We asked people who actually flew over the last 12 months, and we asked them, did, did any of these happen? So 59 got flight delays, 21% of travelers got flight cancellations, baggage delays for 20%, lost baggage for one person out of 10. Only a third of travelers did not experience any form of, I don't know what you would call it, but any form of something that really disruption or something yeah yes. so 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 we've all felt it uh over the past 12 months and i i think now we're sort of will we make it there when will we make it there um so uh, i guess that all plays in into yeah. vacation may not be as fun as it was <laughs> uh, i'm stunned by some of the numbers so the youth the flight cancellations number uh both canada and the u.s at 20 percent one out of five experience a flight cancellation i don't know what the uh the the, the benchmark is for most airlines <laughs> but it's got to be better than one in five that's a sobering stat well, I, I, I remember pre-pandemic again, Air Canada used to have this advertising that says 98 or 99% of, of baggage de- uh, or luggage delivered uh, according to standard or on time or whatever it was. Uh, but we're far from that now, uh, regardless of what airlines you, uh, you actually look at. I think the, the, the impact of the labor shortage, and I believe they did not uh, feel that the demand for travel, which spiked so early after the pandemic, Probably the airlines just weren't ready to deal with all that demand. Can you imagine if, um, you know, in most jobs you didn't get it right most of the time, <laughs> or that, or that much of the time? I mean, can you can can you just imagine what would happen? Uh, they, they'd accuse you of being weather people. Yeah, well, shown you, shown you to the door, right? I mean, uh, that's the thing. Do you have stats that compare the Canadian-American systems, like a benchmark again, pre-pandemic, and then what the survey is showing now as far as confidence in the in the overall airline uh, industry comparing Canadians and Americans? Well, we, we, we've never asked these questions before because uh-huh. nobody, nobody, nobody was asking. Mm. Uh, was it a big deal? wasn't a big deal. Uh, historically, Canadians were always sort of looking at you know, uh, the airline sort of service standards in the U.S. and sort of laughing, saying we, we have it better in Canada. Um, but at this moment, if you look at the actual data, it seems that uh, our sort of higher standards of, of, of service are just not there anymore because Americans are telling us the same thing Canadians are about flight delays and cancellations um, and, and lost luggage. Christian, we'll leave it there this morning. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate My your time. Pleasure. Yep, take care, All Christian right, Bork. Bye-bye. Yeah, as the executive VP of Leger. Um, Hmm. Uh, yeah, well, it's still flying, but really skeptical. And a lot, a lot of people, especially Canadians, just getting direct flights yeah. so that you don't get screwed up with missed connections, trying to find a way to get somewhere direct. Your luggage is more likely to show yeah. up on a direct flight as well. So that seems to be a, a, a bonus I for some people. One of the challenges, too, is you book a flight and they're being changed so often yeah. right now. And that's that's really frustrating. Even going home to the Sioux this summer, they changed our, we booked something. Okay, no, these are the flights we wanted. We want to make sure we gave us enough time to for everything in Toronto. And then they changed. It like and We had 45 minutes to change and I, we can't do that. No, it's crazy. You um, know? For mine, it's a, you get it. You, you specifically go somewhere because you have a direct flight. Mm. And then last second, they change it and you're suddenly on a milk run. Yes. That. But they're, they're still getting you there. Ah, that's just, well, there's no repercussion or anything. It hasn't been.
infuriating. Mm. But we still want to go anyway. So where where where's everybody going? We'll hit some of the travel hotspots. How many people are going? Uh, we'll check in with somebody who's in the travel industry right after this. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. So what is happening when it comes to travel this summer? We're going to find out from Leslie Cater, who is the travel lady. You can near her weekly on Global TV. Also, um, you know, oftentimes on Course Radio across Alberta as well. Uh, Leslie, welcome to the show. Hi, good morning to you. So what are what are what is happening? I mean, we just talked to uh, someone about this study that was out saying that people are being more frugal, that they're maybe uh, looking for um, a cheaper getaways. Are, are you seeing that? You know, we're not. Uh, honestly, it's been crazy. And speaking to many of my colleagues in the industry, the same thing. We are working nonstop, working late, up to 8 o'clock at night, trying to get people booked. And we're seeing more high-end travel than we have seen for a long time. Define high-end travel for me. Okay, so this would be luxury cruising, longer holidays, people flying business class, uh, all of those special kind of bucket list trips that you've always dreamed of. Uh, People have felt that they put their plans on hold for so long over COVID and working with a demographic of 50 plus, those people are saying, man, I lost two years now. I need to make up for this. <laughs> where, are people, where are people going? Where do they want to go right now? Are they staying in Canada? They, uh, is it North America? Are they going over overseas? Oh, overseas for sure is, is the tops. Uh, Europe is beyond. I mean, we have told people now if they're wanting to go to Italy, for example, we've been told by our suppliers, please don't send anybody last minute. And when they say last minute, they mean like within the next two or three months huh. because they have problems getting transfers. Uh, they've got a labor shortage there, you know. I think we're all experiencing this in the economy is that where did the people go after COVID? <laughs> it's strange. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Here's an anecdotal uh, a bit of evidence. So as I get older, I keep forgetting who's telling me things. But I remember, remember the story. <laughs> Friends who said that they, they, they knew somebody had gone to London. They were on an extended vacation. They actually found a way to come back three days early because they said it was so overpopulated with tourists. There were so many people in London that it drove them nuts and they decided to come home. Uh, is, that, is that just a ridiculous story or does that have some merit? No, definitely that has merit. I mean, we've been hearing from people who went across to Europe in May saying that they were surprised at how busy it was. Um, so, I mean, that definitely can impact your visit if things are too busy. And what I'm finding as well is that some suppliers are now extending uh, operations or tours all the way through till December, which generally wasn't a popular time to go to Europe. But they're now saying people are looking for a quieter time and maybe a little bit more uh, economical price. Leslie, how challenging has it been? You know, we take a look at uh, some of the numbers about reliability when it comes to airlines and connecting flights and getting your luggage. Are you seeing an improvement on that front at all? 
still getting a lot of schedule changes and it's very time consuming. Uh, sometimes we've seen seven, eight, nine schedule changes. And of course, every time we get that as agents, we have a responsibility to check that, make sure that the connection time is valid, that uh, people are going to be able to get there. I don't like anything less than an hour if you're connecting anywhere. And if you're going via Toronto, you definitely need more than that to make sure you get your bag. So sadly, a lot of people are saying, oh, don't put me through Toronto. I, you know, I'll go via anywhere else which is a shame. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's been really hot in Europe as well. And I know that my mm-hmm. wife and I have gone either in the spring or uh, even into the fall. So maybe not in the prime season. Are people booking those sort of those those border uh, sort of uh, times instead? Is that a better idea? I understand that there are lots of people, the kids are out of school. So mm-hmm. that's when you want to go. Right? It's dead of summer. But the spring right. and fall, are those better times then if you want uh, a, a better experience? Definitely, I would recommend that. And also with regard to families, I mean, I recognize that you're stuck with the July and August holidays. But if you're planning something to Europe, I'm sure if you speak to your child's teacher and say, can we make this into an educational experience? It will be great for kids to be able to travel and see the places that they learn about in their history class. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're definitely going to have less crowds and uh, a more affordable pricing. We've been sending a lot of people into Europe in those seasons, for example, looking at the end of October into Spain and Portugal or even February, uh, March next year. Hmm. Leslie Cater joining us this morning, the travel lady. Leslie, um, we know people are looking for deals, always kind of looking for deals. And recently mm-hmm. uh, in the news this week, we saw, uh, uh, you know, a family booking, I think it was a trip to uh, our flights to, to Ireland for, I think it was $248 return. Yeah. And then they got revoked yeah. saying, oh, whoopsie, it was a mistake and they weren't going to honor it. Mm-hmm. What advice do you give when it comes to to flights like that when you see something like that i mean i've always believed this if it's too good to be true it probably is what's uh, yes. what's the flag you're waving on that one right yes i mean this has happened a few times and of course we're uh, chained to technology these days and things can go wrong on these platforms uh, i have seen this happen before i i think um you're talking about the flight hub issue where uh, mm, the WestJet West tickets yeah. were sold way below what they were supposed to be and those were revoked i have seen this happen before a few years back and in that particular case the flights were booked directly with the airline and in a case like that the airline actually honored those mm. tickets Um, So I think maybe, you know, I always say to people, if you're booking your own airfare, go straight to the airline website. Don't go through third parties like Expedia or Flight Hub. It just gives you a lot more certainty. And when you're at the airport and you've got your ticket and you've dealt directly with the airline, you're not going to get fobbed off with that response from the desk. Oh, well, this was booked online, so you have to phone them. And if you use a third party, you have to know that there are some risks that can be associated with that. It works out pretty well a lot of the time, but there's always a risk. Uh, Leslie, thanks so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. Thanks. uh, Good talking to you. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much, Daryl. All right. She is the travel lady. Mm -hmm. Leslie Cater talking with us this morning. You can find out more at thetravellady.ca.